Hey guys, little disclaimer before the show. This is a very, very long episode, so stay tuned. But it is one of our rawest episodes. Just wanted to let you know if you get triggered by talk of self-harm, suicide, or abuse, um, I would suggest maybe not listening or, you know, be cautious going forward. I'm your host, Moon. And I'm Bear. And uh, today, to add to our list of controversial topics, <laughs> we're, we uh, we wanted to touch on sexuality. Yep. Me and Bear lie somewhere on the spectrum. We'll get into that later. But today, we have the most guests we've ever had on a show before. <laughs> we have three people here with us today. Yep. So uh, we're all going to introduce ourselves, what our sexuality is, what our gender is, and then we're going to go from there. So, first things first, you all know me. I'm Moon. I am, I consider myself pansexual, and I am a female. Yep, we call her female Pan Moon. E- exactly, just in that order. <laughs> all right, introduce yourself, Bear. Uh, I am Bear, as you all know, mm-hmm. and uh, many of you might not know, but I'm actually bisexual. Mm-hmm. And, we'll elaborate on that. And I can, I'm a male. So. <laughs> all right, and then we're going to have our next guest right here introduce himself. Hi, I'm Dre. I am gay. I like women, but I'm gay. Mm. No, I accept it. And you identify as a man? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, total man. Marco? My name is Marco. I'm gay, of course. <laughs> of course. Um, <laughs> and I do identify as a male. Okay. And then our last guest. Hi, I'm Gigi Ivana, and um, I am attracted to men, and I don't consider myself to be in any gender. And before we go on, let me just say thank you all very much again for listening and mm. commenting on all of our shit. Uh, feel free to post on your story that you're listening to us. We'll tag you. We'll talk to you. All that good shit. But on to uh, to our topic, Moon. Topic at hand. Mm-hmm. You want to introduce us? Yes. To so, the topic, I guess. <laughs> the reason I kind of had everybody, you know, um, introduce themselves and their gender and their sexuality, whatever, is because even though all of us um, identify with something, it's a lot more complicated than that. Yeah. Because, you know, me and Bear said bisexual, pansexual, whatever it is, right? And then there is Marco Andre who said gay. But it's a lot more complicated than that. And we kind of wanted to talk about it, touch on it, and maybe relate with a few people. Because as Bear mentioned earlier, there is something that is called the Kinsey scale. Yeah, which tell us about is that? outdated. Mm-hmm. The Kinsey scale basically is just a scale of one to six where... Uh, in the spectrum you land, how gay you are, pretty much. <laughs> Which was invented predominantly as a way to identify gay people and allow people to understand what that is exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, I saw when we were looking it up that it was it was made back in the 1940s. Yeah, yeah, 1948 by uh, is, Alfred Kinsey. It's just why it's out, so outdated, because mm-hmm. come on, back then it wasn't even accepted, like, yeah. you know? And the scale is basically, okay, you're 100% gay, you're kind of gay, you're kind of in the middle. gay by accident. You're kind of not gay, and you're not gay, pretty much. <laughs> I'm gay by accident. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I just slip into the pussy sometimes. And earlier, we all decided to take that uh, very short test. I don't see how that can... Uh, you know, tell anybody what their label is just based off of like, what was it? Like eight questions? I don't know. It was a small amount of yeah, questions. Yeah, it was, it was uh, just very <laughs> a few questions so that me, determine your, your whole life, your whole sexuality. Mm-hmm. Oh, you took this eight question fucking test? Oh, yeah. This is what you are for the rest of your life. That's yeah. what you're labeled as. And that's, that's that. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me and Bear both got two. Yep. A two scale, which is predominantly heterosexual, but more incidentally, homosexual. No, only incidentally. Oh, no, yeah, more incidentally. You're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, Marku over here, what'd you get? You got a... A number five. You got a number five. Predominantly homosexual, only incidentally heterosexual. (laughs) Accidentally. (laughs) Accidentally. Accidentally. 
Whatever. And then Dre. Got a four. You got a four. You got predominantly homosexual, but more than incidentally heterosexual. And Gigi. Mm-hmm. Gigi, you want to read yours off? <laughs> <laughs> I did not even get a number. I got a letter. I got an F, which is the test field match you to the Kinsey type profile. Either you answered some questions wrong, or you were a very unusual person. Yep. Well, I would say they are right and wrong. <laughs> she. Failed the gay test. <laughs> so, like, how do you answer questions wrong? <laughs> you, you got an F. An F, an F in sexual life. So, are not gay. Sexuality nowadays, I noticed, is even a more talked about yeah. topic because. I've noticed that our generation, like specifically, is one of the most accepting so far. I mean, yeah. besides Generation X, right? Or is it Z? Is it X or Z? Z is the newest one. Yeah. The Z, okay. The next one, uh, Generation Z, uh, Generation Z, I feel like is obviously going to be way more accepting, mm-hmm. but our generation kind of started, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, being. Open that door. We opened the door for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. we yeah because we, the door. we started to normalize the spectrum mm-hmm. but just because we started to normalize it doesn't mean that we still didn't have any sort of problems because everybody in this room has had some some sort of struggle some sort of struggle some sh- fuck off i can't talk today okay <laughs> but we've all had some sort of struggle in this room when it re- relating to our sexuality and that's why i'm glad i have this group of people here because it's a lot of differing different stories differing differing opinions and different sexualities that i think we should talk about Mm-hmm. So let's dig a little deeper into our sexualities, right? So I'll go first. As I stated earlier, I consider myself pansexual. I've only been in one long-term relationship with a woman. I mean, I've been in small ones here and there, but they didn't really count, whatever. <laughs> but I tend to gravitate more towards men. But that doesn't mean I can't still fall in love with a woman. Correct. Or, you mm-hmm. know, I can fall in love and marry anybody. It just depends on the person. It depends on how we feel bears well that's not what kinsey told you kinsey says that you're only uh you just stumble into the pussy. yeah <laughs> the pussy gets so wet and i just slip on it and fall oh, in Lord. you know it just I'm, happens i'm oh, sure Lord. you guys can see why the kinsey scale is outdated mm-hmm. like like moon mentioned uh sexuality is a lot more complex than that i mean you can't have a scale tell you that you're wrong like Gigi here like, just <laughs> wrong. <laughs> wrong wrong failed I've been told that my whole life. You're wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> She's like, nothing new. Nothing new. <laughs> do you want to... I'm sorry. I mean, to cut you off. Do you want to explain your sexuality and how you view it? Yeah. Well, my sexuality is just... I, I am... I do consider myself bisexual uh, simply because I don't know what the actual term for what I am is. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, I am sexually, you know, physically attracted to both men and women, but only romantically interested in women. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, like I said, I don't know what to label that or anything, but I, I do know that I am not straight. Yeah. Okay. So uh, a loser. No, yeah, I'm, I'm a loser. Kidding. You're a two like me. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> two. All right. Marco, do you want to explain your sexuality? Uh, well, my sexuality, I go as um, gay. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, I, I love guys. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but like sometimes, you know, I see a girl. Trying to spread those cheeks real quick. <laughs> hey, booty. girl, let me sniff your ass. Hey, can I? <laughs> you shit with that ass? But I mean, I feel like, you know, there is different types of, I guess you could say, levels of being gay. And then there's like, like you know what I mean? I guess I'm saying what I'm saying. Like yeah. the scale. Yes. Yeah, like 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 you're a level five gay. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> so could you see yourself marrying a woman or having sex with a woman? You know what? I've. I've been in I've been in a relationship with a girl for seven years, mm-hmm. so I mean I guess yeah, but then I guess no because back then I never dated a guy before her, mm-hmm. so you know I didn't know, so I tried to play it off like no I'm straight like you know I'm straight I'm straight so I dated this girl for almost eight years of my life you know, and then after that after we broke up we were still like messing around but yes I did have sex with her and, and could then, you say you were in love with her and that you enjoyed it? Um, now that I see like closer like my wider varieties of love i guess you could say mm-hmm. i feel like i did love her but not to the point where like let's settle down and let's get married yeah like, you know, kind of like a best friend way like, yeah I like i love her you. like a lot a lot mm-hmm. i did have like you know my feelings towards her like my feelings were not fake at all like you know whatever i felt for her was real mm-hmm. of course you know and it just apparently it didn't work out so 
now we're the other way. So five percent straight. Five percent. Since we're labeling, <laughs> since we're labeling everything today, I'm going to label all of you. Yeah, five percent. All right. Do you want to explain your sexuality, Dre? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm gay. You know, <laughs> I, I love dudes so much. I cannot help it. But I've dated girls. Recently, I've dated a girl, and um, the the chemistry was there. Everything was perfect, but the sex wasn't happening mm. for me personally. Like she, she asked me. We went for it a couple times, but it was more of an oral thing. But as far as the full sexual act, it did. It wasn't going to happen, mm-hmm. you know. And I seen it. I did love her, but like I said, you know, how am I supposed to be with her? Mm-hmm. And then when I see a guy, I'm like, oh shit, I'll leave her for him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like I'm not trying to play with her heart, but that's just me. Yeah. I, I, I don't know where I fit on the scale because I don't think it's legit. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm a man, you know. I look at women sexually like, oh, okay, she looks good. But I would rather be with a man. Flat mm-hmm. out. I get that. Flat out. Sure. And uh, Flat out. last but not least, Gigi, do you want to explain your sexuality? Well, mm-hmm. sexuality with everything, I think just in humans, it's very complicated. So, you know, trying to, I guess, explain it is a bit difficult. But mm-hmm. I am attracted to men. Um, I've always have been, you know, very young. You 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 start feeling these certain feelings. You're just like, is this normal? I like, I mean, you that guy's really cute. Stuff. Like, you start <laughs> saying things in, within your own self. And then, um, I, you know, I've dated women, you mm-hmm. know, back in, the, um, you know, when I was very young, um, you know, elementary, middle school, you know, high school. I had my, you know, share of, you know, women that you know I would date or girls, young girls, um, but I wasn't really physically attracted to them sexually um sometimes not even mentally you know um we would actually bicker a lot (laughs) with each other (laughs) it was a weird thing um we would actually get a lot of arguments about weird things um i thought would weird back in those times um but i understand them now more of why um but i did come to a point one time in one of my um, relationships with this one girl um where i was you know, we were, it was getting in the heat of the moment. We were kissing, you know, we were, we were feeling that moment and then having her lay down and then, you know, spreading the, the rosebud open. <laughs> you know, oh, I she was like, whoa. <laughs> I look at it and I'm just like, no, I can't. And I actually have walked out of the room. Um, I'm oh, like, wow. I can't. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't, I can't see myself, you know, having sex with, you know. Like, I haven't- been in the pussy. <laughs> I don't um, it could have been very because it was very young um, type of thing, but I honestly can say, like personally, like it, I wasn't attracted, mm-hmm. you know, to yeah. you know sexually, and so I had walked out. After I just started accepting more of myself, and then I just you know just went, started sitting more, <laughs> just sitting started um, dating more, and you know um, getting into my own body, knowing my own body, and yeah, like. I love men. Oh, of so I think they're such a dance. like Cher said. Men are men are a dessert. You know. You have a question. <laughs> like, is there ever a time where you felt that all of us that you felt you were just being straight because you were scared your family wasn't going to accept you or your I friends? Think definitely, yes. yeah, yeah, definitely. Obviously. Yeah, hard yes. I feel like everybody goes through that, especially men. Yeah. Oh yeah. Men have to do that. You know, like like see, like my story. Like I have a little gay brother. Mm-hmm. And he came out before me, but he came out to me. So, like, that kind of stopped me from coming out. You know, I was scared. And all my friends would tell me, just tell your mom, tell your mom. And I would be like, no. Like, you know, I'm scared. Like, what is she going to say? Like, she has two gay sons. Like, like in my head, I was like, that's the worst thing you could ever tell your a parent. Like, you have two gay sons, you know? And that's so like, weird that you say, when you talk about, like, you know, you have your, your, your own sibling that's, you know, um, you're gay as well, too. Yeah. I've actually have a couple of co-workers as well you know and and, and um uh, just other friends in general that it's actually you see that more common where it's siblings are, are gay yeah. or lesbians mm-hmm. together and it's yeah. like it's a, yeah. i think it's a, such a beautiful thing yeah like, um see that we we run in sorry we run in like i have cousins that are gay i have uncles that are gay i'm not saying it runs in the family because you know it's a gay gene <laughs> i don't like see i don't think that runs in families you know it's not oh like, I'm gay, so my great-great-grandson's going to be gay. Like, mm-hmm. no, you know. Going back to what you'd said earlier, that it's harder for men, I agree. Um, being the only, like, well, I, you know, grew up female yeah. and grew up bisexual. I first started, uh, like, I fell in love with a girl when I was in eighth grade. 
And that's when I had kind of known and questioned myself and I beat myself up for it. But I never really had to hide it from anybody other than like, you know, my dad who was kind of weird about it. But it wasn't that hard for me. My parents were kind of just like, oh, you're going through a phase. And everybody around yeah, me is kind of just I like, oh, that. yeah. I remember that. I totally remember that. <laughs> and everybody around me was kind of just like, oh, you're bisexual? Cool. You know, yeah. whereas I've noticed that my male friends, because I grew up having gay friends my whole entire life. Yeah. And every time one of them would come out, every time one of them would try to come out, it would always be a much bigger deal for them. And it would be so fucking hard on them. They would be like shaking and having anxiety to tell anybody, even me, you know, who right. they knew was accepting of it, but they couldn't even tell me because it was so frowned upon and it's so stigmatized for men to be bisexual or men to be gay, you know, way more than it is women. I do agree, but yeah, I also I, I, think... I almost cried the first time that I told you. Though. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know. And But I, I almost think that also is because um, girls being gay is is sexualized. Mm -hmm. And anything that's sexualized is okay. Whereas men being gay, oh, that's not sexy. That's not pleasing to the, you know, straight male eye. So everybody's kind of just like, oh, no, that's gross. But two girls kissing, oh, that's fine because it's hot. I've had people with that mentality before. Yeah. And I think that's so fucked up. I think it is too. I just, that makes no sense. Like. How do you, okay, two girls is fine, but then a guy kisses a guy and it's like, oh my God, that's disgusting. Like, mm-hmm. no, yeah. You don't do that. Like, that's right Just there, because, that's, sorry. I don't even know what that's Just because it, it, like, appeals to <clears throat> your sexual fantasies, it's okay. You know, it's like, oh, gay is okay if it's hot. Yeah. But because I don't like dick, two guys isn't hot. Like, yeah. it's such a fucked up way of thinking. Double standard. It is. Yeah. So speaking of like anxiety around coming out i thought we could all kind of tell our story of when we realized it and when we came out how we felt about it how people reacted whatever we want to say but i know that there's people out there listening you know our followers who are gay themselves or questioning or who maybe fit into one of the categories that we fit into Mm -hmm. that is unsure there's no label for it no So I think that we should all go around the table and kind of explain our stories and hopefully relate to somebody out there. So I'm going to start at the end of the table with Marco. If you want to talk about how you felt, what happened? All right. So see, the first time I, I guess, figured out I was gay, I was in the second, third grade, maybe. Mm -hmm. You know, like, yeah, I was really young. Yeah, you knew. So like I started, I started like, feeling some type of way over this this guy, like this little kid, you know? Mm-hmm. Obviously, also, too, you know? <laughs> yes. Anyways, so I started feeling, like, this type of way for this guy. And then, like, I started, like, questioning myself, like, what is it? Like, I'm supposed to be liking girls, you know? Because he had a girlfriend. So I was like, shouldn't I like a girl like him? Like, you know? So I started, like, kind of, like, pushing it off, pushing it off. But I was super, like, damn, like, he's, like, so cute, you know? But I never, like, after that, I was like, no, like, I can't do that. So, like, I started asking my mom questions, like, hey, mom, like, you know, like, so what's supposed to, like, happen, I guess, kind of? And, I mean, this was when I, when I got older, obviously, you know? Like, that's when I started, like, seeing more stuff, I guess you could say. Like, I did see, like, you know, the same gender people, like, mm. holding hands, and I was like, wait, is this, like, normal? Like, you know, like, I, I still didn't really know what it was. I didn't know what gay was. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure none of us did. No. Like, I... <laughs> I didn't know I could be attracted to a guy. I didn't know that. But you know what? If I guess I figured it out. Mm-hmm. Now, like, I mean, it's okay now, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I came out to my mom not even that, like, not that long ago. It's been like a couple months. Like, she says that she's always known and whatever. And I was like, okay, well, if you know, why don't you just leave it as is, you know? Like, and avoid me going through... Like, all this, because I got, like, really, really, like, I guess, hurt, you could say, like, depressed about me trying to come out to my parents. And I didn't want to because of the whole thing of, you know, my little brother, mm-hmm. you know, like, that kind of threw me off. That always threw me off. And then, like, so one day I was just fed up with it. And I was like, you know what? I'm done hiding. Like, fuck it. They they, they say they know, so fuck it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to just say it. And, like, I told everybody. And they were like, well, we knew. And I was like, yeah, I know you knew. Like, why don't you just leave it as it was then? You feel me? And, yeah, they were just like, well, we didn't want to, 
discriminate, I guess, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, I, we didn't want to... Assume? Assume, there you go. Yeah, so they, they would tell me, like, we love you. And I'm like, yeah, I know you guys love me. Like, obviously, because if you guys would have known I was gay. Like, if you guys say, you know, mm-hmm. I know you're gay, you guys wouldn't be talking. So, looking back at the response now, do you kind of wish that you had said something sooner to save yourself a lot of stress and anxiety? Yes. Was the I, response way more positive mm-hmm. than you expected? Um, no, actually, it came out, like, how I thought it would. Mm-hmm. Like, but I do wish I would have done it way younger. Because I did help, like, hold back on a lot of things. Like, especially, like, dating guys and stuff. Because mm-hmm. I was like, why am I going to be with someone that I can't bring around my family, you know? Did yeah. you feel shame in a way? Yeah, I did. Like- I felt like, I was like, why am I going to do this? Like, I need to bring a girl around. Because, mm-hmm. you know how, I know it happens to everybody. When you're gay, everybody's like, oh, y la novia? Like, where's your girlfriend? Like, I am the girlfriend, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yes, queen. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, like, they would always be like, hey, like, where's your girlfriend? I'm like, dude, like, I don't have a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Like, I would just be like, what girlfriend? Like, and I have another question, especially you being a masculine male. Yes. Like, I mean, of course, you know, some of the things you say and some of the way that... The you, way that I move like, and stuff. It's yeah. obvious, you yeah. know, you give it away. But... On the outer layer, the outer look of you, you look like a masculine guy. You have the deep voice. You're very tall, you know, uh-huh. everything. Is that even harder on you? Uh, no, no, no. I feel like I like I love the way I am, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I wish I could change a couple things, but it's not like, you know, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Overall, I, love, I love the person I am. Yeah, like I love being tall, you know. I love being, like, masculine looking, mm-hmm. I guess, because I like to – I like when people tell me, like, oh, like when I come – like when I tell people that like, I'm gay – and they tell me, oh, we didn't know. Or like, oh, you can't even tell. That's something. I'm like, okay, like, cool. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I mean, I'm not saying it's bad to know, I mean, to look like you're gay. Yeah. I'm not saying that. But it's not you. But yeah, like, that's not me. Like, I, get I do act gay. I'm not, I don't hide it. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, of course. So when people tell me, oh, we didn't know you were gay, we kind of assume, but we didn't want to, like, we didn't want to, you know? There was this thing in, in high school. It's called the Unity Club. I was always too afraid yeah. to join. I was afraid of what other people would There think. was a lot of people that were afraid to join. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot. I like, remember when you were first in there, the first time I had seen you like in person in the club, you were like almost shaking when you had yeah, to say what your sexuality was. Because I was so scared because I was like, fine, like, what if somebody tells like, you know, one of my, because I had more than one family member mm-hmm. in that school, you know, and I was still like, I guess down low or whatever. And I was just scared, like, should I say what I am or should I hide it? But once I started seeing people like, you know, like, come out how they are. Like, you know, like, don't hide what you are or whatever. Yeah. I was like, why am I doing it? Like, you know, like, people are happy. So I started, like, you know, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to just do it. I'm going to do what I have to do. And, you know, I don't have to. I don't have to say I'm gay. Like, if you think I'm gay, then okay. You know, if you don't think I'm gay, mm-hmm. then okay. That's how I see it. Like, that's not my problem. You know, like, you yeah. can think however you want of me. I really don't care. But. Well. Thank yes. you. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, thanks. You're welcome. We're going to move on to Dre now. So, uh, first thing, you know, first question. When did you realize this? How did you start feeling it? Well, I, I always knew I was gay <clears throat> since I was little. I always knew. I've always liked guys. And I've never dated girls. Mm-hmm. But I want to say high school was when it became a problem. Because 11th grade year, I started to be older. And I started to take care of myself. And, you know, support myself. So it was a situation to where one of my cousins always thought I was gay. He didn't like it. Mm-hmm. So he made like a big rumor within my family. And then my brothers approached me about it. And it was like I got um, like ambushed because I didn't I didn't think that my brothers would love me if I was gay because I'm the youngest and I'm the biggest out of everyone. So it's like they always expected me to like. Dre, where your girlfriend? Dre, Dre, whatever, you know? Cause it's like, yeah, they were baiting you. And my brothers are like so tough and hardcore that it's like, no, we we don't want that in our family because yeah. it'll like disgrace how we are looked at, you know? Yeah. So I want to say before prom, before prom, my brother, well, my cousin spread it the rumor that my brother came up to me and was like, Dre, are you, are you gay? And I'm like, but he did it like he was like, I was scared because it was like, he said it, like, disappointingly? No. I was scared because, like, he just randomly called me, like, oh, I'm going to pick you up right now. And I'm like, no, I'm hanging out. He's like, no, I'm getting you now. And I'm like, oh, shit. Caught you off Something's going to happen. And I'm like, fuck. Okay. So I was scared. I didn't want to go back. But then he found me. And I was like, all right, I'm just going home. 
So I went in my room, act like nothing was nothing. And then he came in there and he was like crying and shit. Like, Dre, tell me right now, like, are you gay? Like doing shit like, like he's going to fuck me up. And I'm like, no, what the fuck? I, I regret that to this day because I feel like even if whatever would have happened, it would have been better from this, from now to then. Cause that was when I was 18, I was 10 years ago almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when that happened, it just, it just, it really pushed me into like a eggshell. Literally, like there was no coming out of the shell ever, ever, ever. Because I'm like, if my brother is doing that, that's somebody who puts a, always being, oh, bitch, I'm a cry. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. All right, now I ain't going to okay. talk about it. Forget it. Um, that's okay. So, yeah, at that point, no, I ain't talking about that. I'm not like, no, keep talking. No, Sorry. bitch, no. Um, <laughs> anyway, okay, so. We're gonna skip past the few years of that. Um, yeah, just just talk whatever you're comfortable. Yeah, with. Yeah, my mom ended up being a situation to where that happened, and he threw away all my stuff. Mm. Like you know, that was a skinny jean era. Mm-hmm. So like it was like you wearing skinny jeans. What the fuck? You got in a side, you know, the side backpacks. Yeah, you wearing that shit? You're gay. Like no, I'm throwing all this shit away. Throw all my clothes, backpacks, and stuff. So it's like I was like, bitch. I'm, I'm sorry. Can you imagine senior year? Like I looked it bad. All the time. And it was, yeah. It was hard. So anyway, I started working. And I, I distanced myself from everybody. My friends, family. And all my friends couldn't understand because it was like, we always loved you since you were a kid. So why wouldn't you think that we would accept you now? Yeah. We always thought you were gay. It didn't matter. But I didn't feel like that because my brother just fucking went ape shit on me, you know? So anyway, I got older. And um, my mom was like, the problem for me, um, my friends at work convinced me, like, no, talk to your mom, that's your mom. So anyway, I woke up the next morning, I, uh, I took my mom out to eat, and I was sitting there on my phone, I was so scared, and she was like, what's, oh, I'm sorry, she was like, what's wrong, what's wrong? And I'm like, um, so it was just a weird thing, I put on there like, oh, I'm dying and shit like that, because I, I didn't know how to, I wanted it to be so bad that whatever I did tell her I was gay, it wouldn't matter. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I'm like, oh, I'm dying. Yeah. Something's wrong with me. I'm dying. Like, I'm gay. All, <laughs> all type of crazy shit. For like an hour, we were just sitting there and she was like, Dre, what's the problem? And I was like, all right, well, I'm gay. And she was like, oh, well, I mean, it's fine. Like, so what? You know, it don't matter. Like, you're still my son. Like, that's fine. Do you, you know, just be careful. Like, and then she's asking me, like, all the questions. Where's stuff? Sorry. Where's stuff like, well, what kind of guys do you like? Like, what are you interested in? <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? You know? And so from that point, me and my mom have always, always been, like, the bestest, bestest, bestest mm-hmm. of friends, you know? And I don't know. I don't think my mom can hold a secret. I feel like she's told my brothers, but just told them in a way, like, that's your brother. Don't do that. You know what I mean? Because back in the day, there was, like, and I want to tell y'all this because I feel like a lot of people... But anyway, back in the day, there was, like, a bad time with, like, oh, faggot, and oh, he gay, you know, all that type of stuff. Yeah. And it, it made me think to myself, like, I am a faggot. So what? Mm. I still look good, <laughs> bitch. I mean, I take care of myself. So what? Do you feel that like, do you feel in a way you Fabulous. were forced out of the closet? Like, your yeah. brothers were trying to force you out of it? Well, no, I feel like they forced me in it. Like, oh, like okay. don't ever come out Forced of there. You into sh- yeah, yeah, they, so they were it's like intimidating a, you. Yeah, a lot of terms like like gay terms that people try to use to break you mm-hmm. down. I don't feel that we should let that make Spread us feel any type yeah. of way. Yeah. Like you yeah. shouldn't let somebody don't let that shit bring you down. You know, like way. just to go on top, somebody calling me the N word. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm black, so what? I still look good. You get me? Like I just <laughs> I learned and I taught myself to really. Not to defend myself, mm-hmm. but more just be yourself, bro. Just Whatever be like, happens, okay, happens. yeah, Let brush it off. Words. And it yeah. was it like was water. tough for years, but yeah. you know, I have I moved away from my family and everything. Like I moved to, out of state just to like be myself there. Mm-hmm. And it was like, why am I doing that? I love my family. I've noticed yeah. that with a lot of stories where yeah. people who don't want to come out, they just rather leave. Mm-hmm. They would just rather disappear, yeah. you know? Because it's, it's crazy that that's easier than coming out. Exactly. It it's like, it's because it's, it's like starting a whole yeah. new life for it some is. people. And it's just like, it's, I think it's probably sometimes the fear of, you know, um, you know, of the aspect of how people would see it. And then, you know, that the mourning process for mm-hmm. some people. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, instead of being like, hey, mom, I want to date the same sex as me. It's like, oh, hey, mom, I'm going to move out of state and never see you again. Yeah. 
and yeah. that's such a fucked up. It's, it's yeah. for some people, it's much easier. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your story, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Um, okay, Moons, so moving turn. on to me, my um, my shame lies in another area. So let me explain. The first time I realized that I had feelings for the same sex was, like I said, in middle school. I, you know, I petty dated girls here and there. Like I had two girlfriends in middle school, whatever. They didn't really count. We didn't ever even kiss. We just kind of held hands. <laughs> but um, I remember there was this one girl and I had super strong feelings for her. Like we started hanging out and s- during summer we started going places and I started noticing myself feeling for her the same way I had feeling for um, felt. Sorry, not feeling. I, the same way I had felt for men before. And I was attracted and all that. Yeah, I was super fucking confused because it was such a strong attraction. And I was like, this is weird. This is weird as hell. Like, this isn't normal, you know. Um, Then eventually I got to high school. I uh, was in Unity Club, like I had said. And I remember at 13, 14 is when I was like, okay, I have to tell my mom and my grandma. Yeah. I remember the night that it happened. I was pacing back and forth. Like, I had so much anxiety. I, my heart was beating out of my chest. Not that I thought they were going to be mad because my grandma and my mom are really always cool people about that kind of stuff. It just felt like a weird thing to say, yeah. you know? So I waited. I, I sat them down in the living room. I was like, I got to tell you guys something. Uh, I, had, I have feelings for a girl. <laughs> and <laughs> I think I'm bisexual. And my mom kind of just like, ha oh, okay. Cool. So you're going through you're going through that phase. All right. And again, that's something else I want to talk about is bisexual shame and calling it a phase. We'll get into that later. Though. Yes. That shit pisses me off. <laughs> um, but she was just like, "Oh, you're going through that phase," and I was like, "Oh, maybe this is a phase." Uh-huh. My grandma was more like, "It's okay, honey. Be who you want." You know, great ass. <laughs> more, more accepting. Yeah, oh, exactly. Nah, nah, um, <laughs> but then, where my shame lied. After I had told them, I got it over with, and that was that. My friends accepted me, obviously, because mm-hmm. I said it's easier for a woman. Yeah. You know, my family accepted me, except for my dad was a little iffy about it. Um, where my shame had lied was when I had got a girlfriend, right? And then this was my longest relationship. And when I was with her, she was a full-blown lesbian. And I always identified as bisexual. So when we were together, she would make comments about bisexuals, you know, saying how she hated them, how they're fake, how they're you know, going to leave girls for dick and all this kind of shit. And it made me feel like shit. So I started calling myself a lesbian. When yeah. I, I knew damn well I wasn't a full lesbian. Yeah. But I started calling myself a lesbian because she made me feel bad about it. Not just her, but just other people in general. People would ask me, oh, you're dating a girl, so does that mean you're lesbian? I'd be like, no, I'm bisexual. Oh, so you're going to cheat on her with a guy? Oh, so that means you're going to... You want to date both at the same time? I'm like, no, that's not what any of that means. Yeah. Do you not fucking understand this shit? I'm with the girl and that's that. I'm with her, you know? And if I break up with her and I get with a guy, that doesn't mean I was secretly straight the whole time. Yeah. It just means that you're, that's... You're a secret straight agent. Yeah. But so, yeah, that's... And that haunted me for the three or four years that me and her were dating and off and on is that I would go back and forth between calling myself a lesbian, calling myself bisexual because of the fear of people shaming me for it. The people, people being like, oh, she's just going to leave you for some dick. Yeah. Oh, she's just lying to you. Oh, she's going through that phase. You know, when I was in love with this girl more than I had been in love with anybody else in my entire life. And for people to say that just really, really, really got under my skin. And yeah. that's something that I had a lot of anxiety around my whole, you know, relationship. It wasn't about being gay. It was about not being fully gay. (laughs) That's so it's, it's like, and I hope somebody can relate to me on this because I feel like there's other girls out there or other guys out there, even bisexual men who feel the exact same way. So when you said that you would call yourself a lesbian when you were with this girl, did you ever feel like ashamed for being bisexual instead of full lesbian or fully straight? Definitely. A hundred percent. I still to this day sometimes feel like I, I fucking hate saying bisexual. Mm-hmm. Because when I came out, it was around the time when all the girls were actually who were actually going through that phase, you know, were doing that. And all these girls who were like, Oh, I'm bisexual because they kissed a girl once or whatever, and then they got over it and never did it again. Like I came out around that time where all these girls were doing that. And where me, on the other hand, I actually had real feelings for these girls. 
Yeah. And these other girls were like, oh, I just kissed a girl at a party. I just, just kissed a girl and I liked it. Yeah, yeah it's like that. that, <laughs> that is somewhere. <laughs> that's somewhere on the scale, yeah. But, you know, because yeah. of them, um, I was getting called fake bisexual. Yeah, I get So that. I did feel a lot of shame behind it. And uh, you had a question too. What was it? Yeah, was was you calling yourself bisexual defense for yourself to not be a lesbian, full blown, like a protective barrier for you? Yeah, um, for people's opinions and yeah, I I was calling myself a lesbian for one to impress my girlfriend at the time so that she wouldn't think I would cheat on her because I I never did and I never will, mm-hmm. you know. But it was for that, but it was also because I wanted people to um, accept me. Like, yeah, it was a defense mechanism kind of thing. It's like, okay, I'm with a girl, so I'm just going to say lesbian. Nobody's going to know. Yeah. You know, therefore, people can't judge me. It, whereas if I say bisexual, like I said, all the stigma comes in, all the rumors mm-hmm. and all that kind of bullshit. So uh, that is my story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to move on you. to Big Bad Bears now. Big Bad Bears. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me just preface this by saying that I'm not going to go too into detail. Mm-hmm. And that's because okay. uh, I, I still can't really talk about it. Um, and also that this is... It's very scary for me to start talking about this on, on, uh, on the podcast. Being that some of my family does listen to this. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the way, hi, Aunt Susie. <laughs> and uh, some of my family does listen to this. And it's it's very scary because they don't know. And this is how they, they're going to find out. Oh, fuck. But I'm not about to be a hypocrite and, like, hide. You know, yeah. like, just like Marco, I'm not, like, if someone knows, they know. And if they don't know, they don't know. And honestly, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But uh, basically, the I first started noticing it when I was in high school. I uh, just I, I would get curious, like while watching porn or something, just go into like start watching gay porn or something. I'd always yeah. I I was always like grossed out about it, but not like I I'm wasn't grossed out. I would convince myself that I was. Mm-hmm. I, I would watch it, and in my mind, I'd be like, "Oh, that's gross." I'm just watching this because it's gross. <laughs> But I knew fully well why I was watching it. With a full-blown erection? Yeah, I'm full- just watching this because it's gross. Furiously masturbated. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew ever since I, 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 was, uh, I was a teenager. I, I didn't know as young as you guys did. But I didn't... I was always in denial of it because, first off, how I was raised, I was always raised believing that this is wrong. That this isn't... Uh, it, it's, it's, just, it's just not right that a man should be with a woman and that's it. So I was always in, in extreme denial of it, even when I became more open-minded and I started making new friends and everything who were somewhere else on the spectrum. And I, I, I was accepting of all walks of life, but I wasn't accepting of my own interests and my own uh, sexuality. And it wasn't actually until I met you, Moon, mm-hmm. that uh, I became more open about it and actually began to accept that side of myself, began experimenting and realize that I fuck I'm not straight like well now I know that makes my little heart happy (laughs) and uh it uh it it took I mean I've never shied away from it in the podcast I was a heavy drinker Mm. and part of that was because I was severely depressed and part of that was because I was afraid of of what that meant I was afraid that I'm not straight yeah because uh, even though I know that it's fine. It's a, it's human. It's you know. It's it's just the way that I am. Something in the back of my mind always told me that it was wrong, that that this wasn't normal. Um, years went by, and I finally decided to come out to my parents, and uh, they they didn't <laughs> they didn't like it. Uh, my mom was a little bit more accepting of it. My dad was furious, and uh, I'm not gonna get too much into it. But basically, the gist of it is that you are not normal. This is disgusting. I would accept you more if you were gay. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so that eventually became something that was just swept into the under the rug. We still don't talk about it. It's just like now they know, and just them knowing as much as like how their reaction fucking hurt. Um, them knowing was a huge weight off my shoulders, mm-hmm. and I was able to kind of like just move on from it. Uh, so now I just, I'm not, I'm, I'm not ashamed of it. 
uh, I still, I think I'm a pretty masculine person. Mm-hmm. And that's just because of the way that I was raised and that, the, the way that I came to be. I, I'm, I'm a man. I just happen to like a little dick. <laughs> well, you know, hey, people love a little dick. Liking dick does not make you not a man. Yeah, Andre yeah. likes little dicks. <laughs> so you 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 felt the bisexual shame too. Yeah, I oh, did, God. but uh, but it was it was more of a it like yours was the exact opposite. Yeah, of mine. it was exactly opposite. My, and mine wasn't because I was with someone else. Mine was just an internal battle because. Mm-hmm. I was trying to accept myself, but something kept telling me that you're wrong, that yeah. this is gross. What are you doing? So do you... I'm sorry. No, go, go ahead, ahead. Ask a question. So now, do you think if it was if it was today, in this in this mindset that you have now, as strong as you are now, do you think you would have the courage to like come to your family? If you if you if none of us have never ever came to our family with this subject, do you think you could now with the mindset you have now? Because when we were younger, we were less mature. We were scared, you know, we had less experience in life. So what about now? I wish, and just like you guys, the the anticipation of waiting, of trying to... Oh, God, your alarm. Uh, the anticipation of waiting and, and trying to figure out and plan out how you're going to come out, that shit is terrifying. Yeah. Once you actually do it, whether you get a positive or a negative reaction, Such I think a that's, a, that's a relief. Yeah, like I didn't get a positive <laughs> reaction. I... I mean, like I said, my parents' reaction hurt me a lot. Mm. But afterwards, it's like, fuck it, I did it. Yeah, yeah you feel a, a weight lifted off your fucking, yeah. off your bag. Like, yeah, it, it's even like if they, they know. Don't accept it, yeah, and no, I don't know. know why it's important for me to me for them to know, but it is important. And now they do. I think that's so, why a lot of the reasons why, too, now you have a little bit, oh, let's say a little bit more peace now. It's because of the known, because you were mm. so unknown. Yeah. yeah. It's so weird well, that we have to, like, state who we're going to fall in love with, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, I am going to tell him. Like, we have to make yeah. this big old thing about it. I love dick. Yeah. Like, why I'll, does anybody need to know? I, I feel so awkward talking about it, but me and Marco were just talking about it the other day. Like, Andre, you got to talk to your family. You got to step to your family. Like, it's your family. But I want to know why. Yeah, exactly. Because you guys have, and I haven't. When I did, When I told my mom, it was... So under the table, so hidden that it was just like that's not a come out, Andre. What are you? You're selling yourself mm-hmm. short. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just I'm so scared because I want to know why do they need to know this information? Why does it matter? Like, are you going to love me more? Am I going to get opportunities from it? Like, what yeah. is this? You and know what I, I mean? I'm not, I'm not sure how to answer that because I still don't know. I mean, I don't care about the rest of my family knowing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know some of them are going to find out now through this, but I just cared about my mom and dad knowing. Yeah, that's, See, that's the that, only thing that matters. That's what I told them. I was like, "Dude, your mom knows. That's right. all that matters." Mm-hmm. Yeah. If right. your brothers, like I told them, I was like, "Your brothers are not gonna be like, don't talk to me. They're your brothers. I'll yeah. tell you that right now." I was like, "Don't ever be scared to fucking tell them how you feel." Because mm-hmm. this, I told them, I was like, "Even if you tell them and they don't like, they're like, oh okay, like we knew, it feels better." And that's what I was trying to get him to yeah. figure out. But he keeps saying no. Why? It's, and I'm so saying yes. Either, either way, if they do accept it or don't accept it, it will be better for you health-wise, mentally, mm-hmm. and yeah. emotionally. Just because, like, with, with Barry here, he, you know, he got it out of the way already. You mm-hmm. know, and, and yeah. that that weight got lifted. And then the fear of the unknown is taken away. Now that you know, either you can progress now from that moment on. Either if you want to, you know, allow all these people to be into your life. Exactly. Or, you know, just move on. Yeah, move forward yeah. past this. Yeah, so. and, and I'm not sure how you guys are, but uh, Marco and I have a similar point of view with this like either you know or you don't i don't give a fuck yeah, yeah. Well, like, that's, that's what i'm trying to get him to do because i i see like you know it's, I I, it's bugging him yeah 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 but i don't feel like i act gay so i don't know what to i mean i don't act I gay don't i don't think I do. like i'm not going to act a different way around them yeah. than you guys yeah, you know yeah but yeah. the thing yeah. is that it's the feeling that you get that's what i was mm-hmm. telling yeah. you it's not because oh okay they know now like no yeah. it's mm-hmm. the feeling you get like you feel like a whole new fucking person yeah and just because you 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 are gay doesn't mean that there's a certain way that you're supposed to act. There's a stereotypical way yeah. to act, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but there's no yeah. that doesn't apply to you. It doesn't apply to you. Yeah. Okay. So before this episode gets too long, we're gonna move on to our last story. Gigi, do you want to talk about it? Hey, um, where should I start? Start <laughs> At when the you beginning. first. <laughs> how about try to start when you first noticed that you were different? Okay. Um, for me, I always realized that I was very different um, from everybody at a very young age, very, very young age. Um, 
since I can remember. So it was probably around in the second, third grade where I noticed that I had feelings towards, um, you know, the boys, the other boys and, you know, in the playground. And um, I didn't know what it was, but I knew I was different. Yeah. So growing up, you know, um, you know, elementary school, you know, I didn't know until one one time this uh, friend, uh, a girl, she came up to she's like, hey, are you gay or something? Like, I, you know, they, they asked, mm-hmm. first time somebody had ever asked this question. Um, but before that had happened, um, the very first thing that, you know, impacted me on my sexuality and gender would um, was this incident where around in the complex where we used to live, um, there was this, you know, very flamboyant boy. Um, <laughs> his name was um, Eduardo. And um, with this boy was, uh, he was very, very feminine. Um, this kid was around my age, I think maybe a little bit younger. And I was maybe around seven years old, eight years old. So he probably was six around there, like around that age. And this, this little boy loved playing with Barbies. <laughs> Always was carrying a Barbie, a Ken doll, um, something very girly, people mm-hmm. would say, Family. you know. Um, yeah. um, so he would always... And he did not care in the world, no care in the world, just be himself at that age. And for me, I always felt different. I kind of admired it. And yeah. so some, seeing it from afar, you know, um, I had this, you know, view. And then, you know, I would see, you know, the neighborhood kids, the kids around the complex bully this little boy, you know. Uh, they would call him Barbie because, you know, he would always be carrying a Barbie and, yeah. you know, act very feminine. And, you know, they he they would, you know, throw these derogatory terms towards this kid. And yeah. that impacted me so severely to negative in a negative way, too, where, you know, I actually got secluded and, you know, and shut myself out and, you know, surrounded my heart with, you know, this barrier and this wall, you know, um, seeing how they would treat this, you know, human being yeah. with so much hate and you know um and this kid still went on you know not caring in the world what these people think and, you know brave yeah. at the very young age and he didn't have mm-hmm. his parents with him he only had his grandmother at the time oh, with him mm-hmm. so for this kid you know to see all this it actually impacted me very negative in a negative way and yeah. um so that actually prolonged and you know like because I would be, you know, I'll act like Marco, you know, you would have certain gestures yeah. and body language that you would do. <laughs> and that kind of like snapped out mm. quickly for me when I had that experience. And I would see that, you know, with this, um, with this human, with this human. And um, was it something that you were suppressing before that? Or is it just kind of, it just kind of came out at that point? Uh, say that again. Like, was it, was that, like you said that you had these gestures, body language and stuff after that experience. Was that something that you were suppressing before witnessing that? Or is it something that just kind of developed after that? It's um, something that actually got you more intense mm-hmm. developed um, in a way. Uh, like now I don't want anybody to like see anything, any side of me like now. Yeah. Because I do not want, you know, that same reaction towards me, yeah. you know. Um, especially because I had a lot of um, brothers, you know. I had uh, three brothers at the time and then um, my, my sister and then my the younger one came along afterwards. So, you know, we had a big family Um you know, and then with the neighborhood kids, you know, growing up, you know, I was living in the projects. You know, you'd, I didn't know I was poor until, you know, you realize that you're poor. <laughs> until you're older and then you're like, oh, shit, I lived in the ghetto. And okay. so these, these kids, you know, because we're living up in a certain, you know, in a certain way, you know, these kids are very tough. You know, they had a very strong, you know, um, personality to them, you know. And, and for me, that also, you know, affected me negatively um, mm-hmm. where I would, you know, suppress a lot of things from me. So... On top of that, with, you know, having that experience, you know, um, where they would um, react to this one person, I didn't want them to react to, to me. And so, you know, then um, around sixth grade, this girl came up to me asking me about, you know, hey, you're gay, like, it's okay if you are, like, you know, I think they just wanted, like, to be nosy and, like, they just wanted to know. Yeah, yeah. Um, because you're a kid, you're curious. Yeah, you're curious. And then, you know, with the gestures and everything, you know, people would come out. And then so... Moving along, then, you know, you start to under, under, understand what gay is or, you know, what all these terms are. Then you're like, okay, then, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ident- identify with this, you know, thing. So I would identify myself as being gay. Yeah. Even though I would tell myself that, tell myself that, and people didn't really know at all. Um, I told that to myself, okay, I'm gay. Yeah. And then, you know, growing up more, you know, experiencing more things in life, um, 
I kind of was still confused about myself. I was so very confused about myself. I was just like, well, I mean, I do like guys, yeah. you yeah. know. But that's not it. But that's not it for yeah, me. You like, feel, I don't. I still not. <laughs> yeah, I still feel incomplete in some way. Like, I so and it still didn't feel real to me. It still didn't feel like I was right. Um, I've been wrong my whole life. It's like an unusual. <laughs> I just labeled myself as bisexual, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then. How I came out with the family was... The bisexual um, phase. <laughs> yeah, the bisexual phase. <laughs> Some people, it does happen. And then yeah. it's interesting when you say the... Well, I, I had, like, when interesting when people say it was just a phase, you know, and then you were saying, like, your mom or then your mom yeah. or, your, you know, people were just saying, oh, it's just a phase that you're going through. So this means, you know, that it's something normal that everybody goes through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so it you, shouldn't be a phase. It's just, oh, something normal. Instead of saying, oh, it's just a phase. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's something normal you're going through right now. Yeah, okay. True. I mean, I feel like, I mean, you have to try stuff to like it, right? Like yeah. food. Like you can't just <laughs> not want to like ever eat it. <laughs> I mean, it's like I food. Know. I don't have to try shit to know that I won't like it. <laughs> <laughs> true. Sometimes you just got to try a little dick. You know? <laughs> That's a good point. That, that was just interesting for me to for you when you were saying about, you know, oh, it's just a phase. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, you hear it so much now with people. You say, no, it's just a phase for me. You're like, well, then it's so normal. Yeah. Um, it shouldn't be called just a phase. It should yeah. be just say, oh, like but this I mean, is normal. Like, you're going through it. It is, though. It's a phase of life, you know? Yeah. Like when a I chapter. say a phase, mm-hmm. It's like, you know, you say you you consider yourself bisexual because you don't know what you're going to like. But like, you know, you don't know what your actual yeah. sexuality. Yeah, you're experimenting at that. Yeah, way. when these people say phase, they mean it in a in a rude way. They're like, yeah. oh, you're going to phase out of this. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's yeah. just going to be something that you're going to go through for a little bit. And then you're going to grow out of it just like You'll you grow out of like a couple years out of yeah. your horrible like scene say, hair. Or you're music. just confused. <laughs> Getting it out of your system. Yeah. yeah. We're, and that's and that's something that I was trying to make a point of is, is that offends me as somebody who still to this day feels the exact same way. You know, people back then who said, oh, you're going to phase out of this. You'll get out of that. Yeah. Um, liking girls and guys, you know, you'll pick one or the other. That's something that offends me, you know? Yeah. And before we go on, can I just say that I love this conversation we're having right now. Like one person says something and everybody's like, yeah. <laughs> because like, <laughs> I, like I stated before, we yeah. all feel some type of way. Mm-hmm. Everybody here has their own experience and they're all different, but yet somehow still similar. Yeah. 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 We have Connects. different backgrounds and we, we still come back mm-hmm. into this, you know, big community. Yep. Yeah. So going back into um, with my story. Uh, so uh, the way it came out with me was... Um, so I went into identify with my friends, you know, as bisexual at that time then. And then the first person I, I had came out to with my family was actually my sister. Mm-hmm. I had pulled her to the side and I told her, you know, we were at a party. And I would tell her, yes, you know, um, I'm bisexual. You know, I'm interested in this and that, you know. And um, I didn't know the specifics with me at the time, but I just say, oh, bisexual. Just like <laughs> bisexual. Yeah. And then um, remember it was one crazy night. Um, we were... It was my in the apartment where we were living at was my brothers, um, the two brothers that I um, were li- living with us at the time, and then my sister, um, my sisters were all there, and then my mother, and um, my brother he kind of had a mental was having a mental breakdown, yeah. and um, me coming in trying to you know handle the situation, um, he, he broke out into a, a physical fight between us. Oh shit! And then so um, my sister. Um, comes in into in the middle of it and says because he's yelling out crazy things like you know uh really mean stuff towards me and then he yells out yeah but you're nothing but just a faggot oh god Ooh, uh, <laughs> typical, yeah. typical <laughs> you know trying to hit yeah. hit hit you below the belt um yeah. and so my sister immediately jumps up to my defense and says well i don't care if, you know he is <laughs> i'm still gonna be here defending and um that was amazing for me for her to have that um, reaction and, you know, for to me to feel that love, mm-hmm. you know, um, for my family and um, for my sister. And so that was the when I had came out with the family. And then so the next day my mother had um, approached me and says, um, you know, it's it's fine. Like, as long as we know, like, don't care about what anybody else says. You know, this woman here is the only person that you should understand that they love you for who you're going to be for. And so... Um, that was amazing um, for me to hear kind of that stuff, you know, mm-hmm. to get that reaction. Because, um, you know, I had developed so much anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, I would uh, self-harm myself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that, um, you know, then you start thinking these things and then you just you just start develop the anxiety and then you just start to 
you know, you open up your, you want to open up yourself. So you actually open up yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get it. And then, um, I had an incident with one of my, um, family members where I had went to this big family reunion and they, this, my uncle, which is my grandmother's, um, um, brother, uh, would say, you know, like, Oh, like since when, like, are you the, are you the pitcher, the catcher, and, you know, oh, all these kind of questions. Yeah, yeah. The typical questions that Things you Things that people ev- don't need to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, like, do you go turn around people? Like, yeah, I, I suck dick and stuff. Yeah, the, like... That's the way for them to uh, make it okay in their mind. Because they mm-hmm. think, To like, make oh, the if, connection. If my son is the top, then it's okay. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Then gay is okay. You know? And so, um, he had approached me saying, um, my, my uncle, my great uncle, he had approached me saying, um, you're you're not a man because you you never had a man in your life to teach you how to be a man. So I you go over there and start working with the guys. And I'm just like, no, I don't, why do I need to go work with the guys? Like that's not what like you you're a doctor yourself. I would say you know to be a man you you have to work on cars. I mean, you have to be a mechanic or at the, at the time in Mexico you have to work you know in the farmers. Like no, like I could throw that thing, same thing back at him, but yeah. I had a level of respect. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, my grandmother had came to to my defense as well. Like I had I did receive a lot of positive um, um, reaction and defense from the family. But with you, it was like more of an internal battle. Mm-hmm. Versus an, a battle with everybody in the world. It was more of an internal battle. And so, um, she had came to my, to my, my defense and said, like, well, if this is my grant, this is part of my blood of my blood. And if you don't like it, well, then fuck off. Oh my <laughs> shit. <God>. Badass. <laughs> and then so, um, she would def- come and defend me in that way, but still there were certain things that she didn't understand about yeah, me. Yeah. Um, that would understandably that would really make me feel uncomfortable and actually make me, you know, give a lot of anxiety of it. Yeah. Um, so that happened. That was another incident too. Um, there was pr- other stuff to you know losing your inc- your your innocence very young too as well. Something that impacted me very 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 bad and. Uh, the second coming out for me was, you know, I had what came to a party and my, my family was there. A lot of my family. So like my brothers and my sister and my mother and everybody was there. And this was when I had already, um, you know, did some self, you know, looking for myself internally. And I was just like, well, maybe, you know, maybe I am more feminine than I, than I want to be, you know, maybe I am more feminine. And so, you know, would research into a lot of things and. I'm like transition. Transition is something that maybe could be something for me, yeah. and so I had mentioned that to my family, my brothers. Um, it was like around freshman year, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, hey, you know, like I think this is something that I want to do, and something that maybe want to pursue some sometime in my life is transition. Yeah. yeah. What is that? Like, what is yeah. transition? Like, then you start getting the questions, which is great. I love people when they ask questions. Sometimes, it's, and you do have to do it the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Questions are always welcome because how you're not going to understand something if you don't ask. So questions are always um, welcomed. It's just there's a right way to do it. Yeah, and a lot of people come with with questions, but they already have uh, preconceived notions and prejudices. So they're exactly. already on the defensive, even, even though they're asking you. Yeah, and it's, um, I think sometimes we have to keep that in mind. Um, you know, people don't understand and they probably never like had something crossed, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And people we, are a product of our generation. And then uh, we do we just like they need to approach us, we need to approach them in a certain way too, yeah. you know, in the right way. And so um, I was just like, okay, let me let me talk to you what transition is about. And I talked to them and I let them know like what, what transition was about. And I'm like, yeah, I do one time maybe in my life, um, you know, go through sex change, you know, have a sex change, some operation or something, you know. I think that's something that would be good for me. Yeah. Right immediately, my family members would. You're your lowest of the low, like you're, you're oh like God. you're scum, like this is not normal. You're you're not right. Um, I, my especially my brother, um, he was the one that would say that, and I had gotten disowned for a little bit. You know, um, I I started to develop again. You know, self harm. You know, I, that's like a big fear of mine for my family because you know I don't really care what they think. I mean, I'm gonna do what I want either way, but I just I don't want them to x me out. 
because I love the little the little people of my family, you know, my little nieces and cousins. They're amazing. They're, they don't look at me different. They look at me as Andre, you know? Yeah, they're important. Yeah. And it's just, it's crazy that the older ones can have that that feeling, but not the little ones. And it's crazy. I, I just don't want that. That's a fear of coming out for me, personally. Yeah. The big come out, you know, I'm, I'm, I fear that. I don't want to lose my family. I feel like, obviously, they don't understand, No, you know, their kids. But they love you because you've been there for them. Mm-hmm. No matter what, like, yeah, they love they're going to be you. there. Yeah, they will love you. Like, nieces and nephews are the best thing ever. Okay, so now, you know, moving forward and, you know, fast forwarding to now, um, I do identify as genderless, you know, um, in the eyes of the government, you know, you know, for, for work and stuff like that, because of how I appear and how I present myself, I do identify as female for everybody. Um, even though technically under the eyes of the government, I am still male because I haven't had anything changed. Yeah. Um, but when we're, I'm among friends, you know, I don't mind people saying she, her, I love it. Um, but I don't care if people just say he or, you know, him or something like, like that to me because gender to me is nothing. I but gotcha. I'm healthier now. So I'm wondering, do you think that we will be ahead in life as far as our mental state? If from that initial question, like, do you like guys or are you gay or whatever, if we answered it truthfully from that point to whoever it was, whether it's our parents mm-hmm. or friends or stranger, what do you think about that? So if there was like no anticipation, like we just came out and said it immediately? Yeah. Like from. If it, for me, I would say um, it's very tricky because um, one, it's already the past for mm-hmm. us. And um, I would say for people now, um what we can do to help, you know, erase, you know, that kind of situation is to, you know, um, give support, give the love, you know, change, give change, you know, and um, do what it is right, you know, how to approach people in those type of ways, you know, because those are very personal things. And then, you know, because if they're so personal, they make us feel uncomfortable. And then we start, it starts a snowball effect. Yes. And so I'd say, you know, we just educate ourselves and educate people. Um, and then, you know, make that change for, you know, the, the love that there is out here with everybody. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as for me, um, I think if I would be in a better place mentally, like I would be where I am now a bit sooner mm-hmm. because a lot of my problem was the anticipation of how I'm going to do it or when I'm going to do it. Am I going to do it? That just, just brought a lot of a, an internal struggle in my own mind. But as for... The way that society sees it and all that. Ten years ago, when I first started questioning this in myself, it wasn't as accepted as it is now. Yes, yeah, true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it was. It was a different world, and it's crazy to think how different it was in just a decade. But it, mm-hmm. it's very different. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so before we end up wrapping up the episode, I wanted to point out something that I noticed that all of our stories. Thankfully, we all kind of had some sort of support. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for a lot of people, that's not a reality, you know? For a lot of people, they're just shunned out and they don't have anybody and they resort to horrible, you know, things. Drugs and, and, like we said, running away from their problems. Prostitution and all that crazy stuff. And, you know, for us, we're all, even though we, some of us felt shame, even though some of us did have horrible experiences. We are very lucky people, you know, to have at least one support system, even mm-hmm. if it's somebody like your mom, mm-hmm. even if it's somebody like your friends, you know, whoever it is. We're lucky people. And I'm thankful that we're all here today and that too. we're all OK, I you know. Too. And for the people who are out there who don't feel like they have any support, mm-hmm. I mean, especially nowadays, you're going to find somebody. There is somebody who will support you. And Bear, I believe you wanted to touch on this too, right? Yeah. It's extremely important because you were my support. You were the first person I ever told. And uh, it is extremely important to surround yourself with people who not only accept, but they they support you. People who don't look at you differently for, for who you are. And it's up to all of us, whether wherever you might be on the spectrum, it's up to all of us to make acceptance and tolerance the new normal. So that when the next generation comes, when they start going through these things, they don't have to suffer as much as we had to or as much as people are today. <gasps> wow. Okay. This, this, now this was our longest and most raw episode ever, yeah. I have to say. Um, before we plug our stuff, I just want to say thank you 
all you guys for showing up today and telling your story. It was very brave. And, you know, I'm sure that the people who listen, there's going to be somebody out there who relates to it. Somebody out there who feels it and is going to be like, wow, like this resonates with something inside of me. So yep. thank you guys for telling your stories. I appreciate it a lot. Yeah. Um, before we do plug our shit, we're going to let you guys go ahead and plug your Instagram, your Snapchat, whatever it is that you want. Go yeah. ahead. Marco, if you want to. If you want to, yeah. Okay, well, my Instagram is Marco underscore V, Marco with a double K <laughs> underscore V, which is V-E-E. <laughs> my Snapchat, <laughs> my Snapchat is backhand hose. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not as bad as mine. Queen of vaginas. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Your turn. If you Do you want to plug anything? Yeah. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Hey, my name is Dre. Um, you can follow me on Snapchat, the loke underscore ABC, or follow me on Instagram, underscore compa negro. <laughs> you know, hit me up. I'm always there. I accept and follow back. And uh, for those that don't know, that means the black homie. Right. right my <laughs> black friend. Compa right, negro. Uh, Gigi Ivana, my Snapchat is um, Madame Boom altogether. Um, M A D A M E B O O M. And then my Instagram is Ivana Phoenix. So it's Ivana underscore Phoenix. And we'll have all of their social medias linked underneath. Yep. Underneath this episode. And also, we'll tag them when we post a picture on Instagram. Yep. Yes. You guys will see that before this episode comes out, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, alrighty, go ahead, Bears, take it away. Alright, well, everybody, as I always say, please remember to rate, review, and comment on all of our shit. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or whatever podcast app you use, including, including Spotify. Including Spotify, because they love us now. They, they tolerate yes. us. I have fun doing <laughs> it. They finally approved us. <laughs> if you enjoy our show, make sure that you follow us on social media. Instagram, at Billennials Podcast. Facebook and Twitter, at Billennials. Or... Google us. Mm-hmm. Feel free to email any questions, concerns, or stories, anything you want to us. Podcast at gmail.com. And make sure that you please tell your friends, tell your family, tell everyone about the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, post on your story that you're listening and tag us. We'll give you a shout out. Always feel free to DM us or anything. I will sext with all of you. Remember that. <laughs> I will not. (laughs) Send nudes, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys for tuning in. We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.